Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is December 30th and the 6th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. Our Torah portions this week, or our parasha, is called Vayagash, He Drew Near. Before we begin our readings, let's go ahead and take a moment to pray and thank God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all people through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Amen. Today we're going to start our readings in the Torah, um, and our readings today are in Genesis, or Bereshit, and we're reading from chapter 46, 28 through 47, verse 10. sent Judah before him to Joseph to show the way before him to Goshen. And they came into the land of Goshen. Joseph prepared his chariot and went up to meet Israel, his father, in Goshen. He presented himself to him and fell on his neck and wept on his neck a good while. Israel said to Joseph, now let me die since I have seen your face that you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's house, I will go up and speak with Pharaoh and will tell him, my brothers and my father's house who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. These men are shepherds for they have been keepers of livestock and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. It will happen when Pharaoh summons you and will say, what is your occupation? That you shall say, your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth, even until now, both we and our fathers, that you may dwell in the land of Goshen. For every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. Then Joseph went in and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brothers with their flocks, their herds, and all that they own have come out of the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. From among his brothers he took five men and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and our fathers. They also said to Pharaoh, We have come to live as foreigners in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, for the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. Now, therefore, please let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, saying, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Make your father and your brothers dwell in the best of the land. Let them dwell in the land of Goshen. And if you know any able men among them, then put them in charge of my livestock. 
So Joseph brought in Jacob, his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Jacob, How old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are 130 years. The days of the years of my life have been few and evil. They have not attained the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from the presence of Pharaoh. Now we're going to read from the prophets. And our reading today is in 2 Samuel chapter 13. Or Shemuel 13. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. And Amnon was so troubled that he became sick because of his sister Tamar. For she was a virgin, and it seemed hard to Amnon to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shemiah. David's brother, and Jonadab was a very subtle man. He said to him, Why, son of the king, are you so sad from day to day? Will you not tell me? Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Jonadab said to him, Lay down on your bed and pretend to be sick. When your father comes to see you, Tell him, please let my sister Tamar come and give me bread to eat and prepare the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. So Amnon laid down and pretended being sick. When the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, please let my sister Tamar come and make me a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat from her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go now to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, and he was lying down. She took dough and kneaded it, made cakes in his sight, and baked the cakes. She took the pan and poured them out before him, but he refused to eat. And Amnon said, Have all men leave me. Then every man went out from him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food into the room that I may eat from your hand. And Tamar took the cakes which she had made and brought them into the room to Amnon, her brother. When she had brought them near to him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, Come lie with me, my sister. She answered him, No, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do not do this disgraceful thing. As for me, where would I carry my shame? And as for you, you will be as one of the fools in Israel. Now, therefore, please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. However, He would not listen to her voice, but being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. 
Then Amnon hated her with exceedingly great hate, for the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. Amnon said to her, Arise and be gone. She said to him, Not so, because this great wrong in sending me away is worse than the other that you did to me. But he would not listen to her. Then he called his servant who ministered to him and said, Now put this woman out from me and bolt the door after her. She had a garment of various colors on her for the king's daughters who were virgins dressed in such robes. Then his servant brought her out and bolted the door after her. And Tamar put ashes on her head and tore her garment of various colors that was on her. And she laid her hand on her head and went away, crying aloud as she went. Then Absalom, her brother, said to her, Has Amnon, your brother, been with you? But now hold your peace, my sister. He is a brother. Do not take this thing to heart. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very angry. But Absalom spoke to Amnon, neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated Amnon, but he had forced because he had forced his sister Tamar. And it happened after two full years that Absalom had sheep shears in Baal-Hazor, which is beside Ephraim. And Absalom invited all the king's sons. Absalom came to the king and said, See now, your servant has sheep shearers. Please let the king and his servants go with your servant. But the king said to Absalom, No, my son, let's not all go, lest we be burdensome to you. He pressed him, however he would not go, but blessed him. Then Absalom said, If not, please let my brother Amnon go with us. The king said to him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom pressed him, and he let Amnon and all the king's sons go with him. Absalom commanded his servants, saying, Mark now, when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, and when I tell you, strike Amnon, then kill him. Do not be afraid. Have I not commanded you? Be courageous and be valiant. The servants of Absalom did to Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons arose, and every man got up on his mule and fled. And it came to pass while they were on the way that the news came to David, saying, Absalom has slain all the king's sons, and there is not one of them left. Then the king arose and tore his garments and lay on the earth, and all the servants stood by with their clothes torn. Then Jonadab, the son of Shimeah, David's brother, answered, Do not let my lord suppose that they have killed all the young men, the king's sons. For Amnon only is dead. For by the appointment of Absalom, this has been determined from the day that he forced his sister Tamar. Now, therefore, do not let my lord, the king, take the thing to his heart to think that all the king's sons are dead, for only Amnon is dead.
But Absalom fled, and the young man who kept the watch lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, many people were coming by way of the hillside behind him. Jonadab said to the king, Behold, the king's sons are coming. It is as your servant said. And it was as soon as he had finished speaking that, behold, the king's sons came and lifted up their voice and wept. And the king also and all his servants wept bitterly. But Absalom fled and went to Talmai, the son of Amahar, king of Geshur. And David mourned for his son every day. So Absalom fled and went to Geshur and was there three years. King David longed to go out to Absalom, for he was comforted concerning Amnon since he was dead. This concludes our readings in the prophets today. Shemuel 13. Now we're going to read from the writings. And we're going to read in Psalm 85. This is the Telhalim. And chapter 85 says, For the chief musician, a psalm by the sons of Korah. Lord, you have been favorable to your land. You have restored the fortunes of Jacob. You have forgiven the iniquity of your people. You have covered all their sin, Selah. You have taken away all your wrath. You have turned from the fierceness of your anger. Turn us, God of our salvation, and cause your indignation toward us to cease. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you draw out your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again? that your people may rejoice in you. Show us your hased, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak shalom to his people, his pious ones. But let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Hased and truth meet together. Righteousness and shalom have kissed each other. Truth springs out of the earth. Righteousness has looked down from heaven. Yes, the Lord will give that which is good. Our land will yield its increase. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. That finishes our readings in the writings. And now we're going to read from the Apostles. This is the Apostle Luke. We're going to read in chapter 8, verses 26 through 56. Then they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. When Yeshua stepped ashore, a certain man out of the city who had demons for a long time met him. He wore no clothes and did not live in a house, but in tombs. When he saw Yeshua, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What do I have to do with you, Yeshua, son of Elion? I beg you, do not torment me. 
For Yeshua was commanding the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For the unclean spirit had often seized the man, and he was kept under guard and bound with chains and fetters. Breaking the bonds apart, he was driven by the demon into the desert. Yeshua asked him, saying, What is your name? And he said, Legion. For many demons had entered into him, and they begged him that he would not command them to go into the abyss. Now there was there a herd of many pigs feeding on the mountain, and they begged him that he would allow them to enter into those, and he allowed them. Then the demons came out of the man and entered into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. When those who fed them saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then people went out to see what had happened, and they came to Yeshua and found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Yeshua's feet, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who saw it told them how he who had been possessed by demons was healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were very much afraid. Then he entered into the boat and returned. But the man from whom the demons had gone out begged him that he might go with him. But Yeshua sent him away, saying, Return to your house and declare what great things God has done for you. And he went his way, proclaiming throughout the whole city what great things Yeshua had done for him. And it came to pass, when Yeshua returned, that the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, a man named Jairus came. He was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Yeshua's feet and begged him to come into his house, for he had only one daughter about 12 years of age, and she was dying. But as she, he went, the multitudes pressed against him. And a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her living on physicians and could not be healed by any, came behind him and touched the tizzit of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood ceased. And Yeshua said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes press and jostle you, and you say, Who touched me? But Yeshua said, Someone did touch me, for I perceived that power has gone out of me. When the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason why she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, cheer up. Your immuna has made you well. Go in shalom. While he still spoke, one from the ruler of the synagogue's house came, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the rabbi. But Yeshua, hearing it, answered him, Do not be afraid, only believe, and she will be healed. When he came to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter in except Peter, Johanan, Jacob, 
the father of the child, and her mother. Now all who were weeping and mourning for her, but he said, Do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping. And they were ridiculing him, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all outside, and taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she rose up immediately. And he commanded that something be given to her to eat. And her parents were amazed. But he commanded them to tell no one what had been done. And this finishes our readings in the Apostles. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll also read 2 Corinthians chapter 8 today. Thank you so much for reading along with us in the Word. It is a joy and a pleasure to read with you each day. May the Lord bless you and keep you and shine his face upon you. This has been Sarah Ruth with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom. Until next time. Thank you.